quick catch up. So last week we did a show, uh, episode 123, if you haven't seen it, check it out, talking about uh, flaws with the Bale Swamp and the Red Pill. Um, the final after more scores at this moment, I, uh, I should just delete that poll, but it came back real, real low in the, uh, the minus segment, anywhere from minus 22 to 26. So if you can that episode, check it out today. We're talking about uh, the Taylor Swift, Travis Kelsey romance controversy, whatever it is you guys want to label it. I've had a whole bunch of people uh, adding me on social media, like on Twitter X. What are we going to go to X? I don't know. Um, hey, Rich, you got to talk about this. Uh, words around PSYOP, words around red flags, uh, about Travis being a simp and all of that stuff. So I've had my researcher tackle this one and uh, come back with a lot of very interesting information. Um, so we'll dive into it. We'll take some questions on today's show. Um, of course, let me grab the invite link. And post that to the live shot of YouTube. Uh, call in link. I won't be taking the calls until I'm done my bit. Um, but I have to cover on Taylor and Travis. Uh, but it's in the um, it's in the live chat of YouTube. If you guys are watching somewhere else, we'll post the YouTube link in all chats. So come over from Facebook, LinkedIn, Twitter's, Twitches, whatever is in the stream to right now and uh, watch it over on YouTube. Thank you so much. Hit the like button. Let's get started. Oh, um, the chat, guys, is set on the channel to members only. My YouTube uh, contact keeps telling me to mention the channel memberships to grow the channel, so I've done that. Uh, I've said it's the absolute lowest price. It's 99 cents. Uh, if you guys want to go the next tier up, do that too. It's up to you. Uh, but currently they're telling me it helps with the reach, so do the thing and join the membership. Thank you. So, Taylor Swift, um, uh, full disclosure, I obviously, I mean, I'm not a demographic, I don't listen to her stuff, I listen to good music, I'm in the, like, old rock and roll, heavy metal, 70s rock, uh, even EDM, um, I pretty much listen to every genre with the exception of classical and country, um, so I'm not a fan. Well, a lot of people are fans, though, she's got, uh, Let's see what her fan base was. I pulled it up on Instagram. Her 280 million followers. All right, well, since I got that up, I guess since I have all my tabs up here in queued, I might as well go through them as I pull them up. So the first thing you notice about this tab over here is, um, well, there's an absence of Travis on it. It's, it's all her. Um, I know that the romance is, I think, relatively new, is what most people would say. Um, but uh, it's completely absent of uh, Mr. Kelsey, the important man in her life. But she has quite the pull. 280 million follows is nothing to sneeze at. That is a lot of, uh, a lot of people. And um, one of the criticisms, I think, that have been made of her, reasonably anyway, is um, that she's uh, a bit of a psyop. We'll get into that in a little bit. Um, I put out a tweet over here last, not even last month, two months ago now, or February already, um, over on X Twitter, and uh, it, went, it went crazy, a lot of people got pissed off at me, a lot of people loved it, but anyway, so snapshot Taylor Swift, she's 34, I'm 
married, doesn't have kids, has, well, at that time, I saw 14 ex-boyfriends, I'll get to the real number in a bit, which ties into the red flag. Uh, we'll talk about this as we kind of deal with the exes and a bunch of cats. Most popular songs, and these are just the ones that popped off the page when I looked at her um, catalog of music. Shake It Off, Look What You Made Me Do, I Knew You Were In Trouble, Bad Blood, Don't Blame Me, and You Need To Calm Down. Um, she's been criticized for singing a lot about her exes, which there are a lot of, and um, apparently she's not had a good relationship with all of them, for the most part, with the exception of one the guy from uh, Twilight, I can't remember his name, uh, but she's but he's the only one that she's remained uh, friendly with, not as friends, it doesn't, we couldn't find anything about her meeting up with exes or men from her past, so either she doesn't or she's been uh, really good about covering that up. But the question I asked is, do you understand why Western, I should have corrected this and said Western liberal women identify with her. Uh, she's a popular avatar in that space, very, very popular. Uh, she's an avid supporter of uh, abortion rights, uh, LGBTQ, you know, the alphabet rights. Um, she was notably absent from offering any opinion about politics until about 2019, 2020, I think it was. Um, where she started talking about uh, voting out Donald Trump and um, also encouraging her followers to uh, go and register to vote. Now, the controversies around these two were not as salacious as you as you hope. I know people are looking. People love red meat. You know, they like. They want the red meat. They want the flaming red tits, right? Um, the worst that we got here is. Uh, controversy with uh, Kanye, uh, which was insignificant. You know, Kanye was just being Kanye, being a dick when he climbed, climbed up the stage and uh, interrupted her um, receiving the award. Um, let's see here, what else popped up? So she grew up in Nashville. It's at a Christmas tree farm. Interesting. I had a job one summer for about a week working at a Christmas tree farm. One of the worst jobs you can possibly have. You have to get up. Apparently, Christmas trees have to be pruned in the summertime in the dead of heat, but also at the peaks so and during the summer solstice is generally when they do it. So you're up there at 4 a.m. until about 7 because you can't do it during the day when it's super hot. And I got yelled at by some German guy that ran the farm. I was like, I'm doing it out of here. I don't need this shit. 4 o'clock in the morning as a teenager. I think I was 16. Uh, anyway, parents owned a Christmas tree farm. Both her parents battled cancer. She's got now. People are looking for a while. Okay, well, what are the red flags? I'll get to that in a second. She's got a very good relationship with both her parents. So, hat tip to her and you know to her family for maintaining that because usually one of the first things that you'll see, uh, especially when we start to lean left, left liberalish, um, you know, they make uh, comments around supporting uh, Democrats, hating Republicans, um, supporting things like uh, termination of pregnancy, abortion rights, um, LGBTQ, you know, alphabet sort of community stuff. Um, interesting that came from Nashville, all places, because it's a more conservative sort of town, uh, but generally more conservative women. Um, yeah, there's no other highlights on this note here, so I'm not even going to bother putting that, that one up. Here's something which I found interesting, because, um, you know, guys are like, well, do you think Travis is getting into, you know, is he biting up more than he can chew? Is she going to be a problem for him later? Like, what's going on? Because Travis Kelsey... If you don't know who he is, he's a, he's a tight end 
for an NFL football team. Again, I'm not a fan of football either, so I can't sit there and watch other guys play games and stuff like that. But um, he's world-class at what he does. He's very, very good at it. Um, we'll get into his character uh, stuff in a little bit. One of the things he said recently was that he was looking for a breeder. Uh, he got called out on social media for saying he was looking for a breeder, meaning mother stock, essentially. And, you know, uh, you know, fembots came at him for it and started saying some nasty things. Um, let me just show you a screenshot of her, Taylor's parents, because this is where this isn't an overt red flag that I specifically mentioned in the list of 21 in my book, but it should be noted that I think most guys commonly will look at this. It's just known. Take a look at her mom, you know, before you take somebody on a long-term basis. Because um, eventually she's going to look like her, right? She's going to age into that category. Usually... I mean, most women have their kids from this era, their you know, 20s and very early 30s. So I'm assuming in 20 to 30 years or so, uh, Taylor Swift is going to look, look a little bit like mom over here. In fact, she has all the features, eyes, smile, nose, everything. Uh, doesn't look too much like that, but she's got all the mom's features for sure. Very, very, very strong results from the guys, but this situation over here, I mean, if I... My parents were still young enough and in great health, like her parents are. I would be embarrassed to have my parents show up looking like that. My parents don't look like that, and they're, and they're elderly now. But um, take a look at a woman's mom. That, that's, you know, that's a good sign of what you're going to get in the future, right? Um, there's no good way from that. Uh, so let's get into some of the controversial stuff over here. And I've got some summary notes from my researcher, which I'll do before we start taking the questions. Um, okay, so let's do the Taylor Swift PSYOP one first. Uh, Got to get some audio on this one. Is Taylor Swift a PSYOP? Share audio tab. All right. So let's just play this over here. Get some volume for you. It's just over a minute long. I just have a listen. And let's try the replay button. Conspiracy theories around Taylor Swift rigging the Super Bowl are swirling. Let me explain. We seems to have started earlier in January with Fox News talking about Jesse Waters, putting the idea that the pop star is a government psyop on his show. Well, around four years ago, the Pentagon Psychological Operations Unit flew in turning Taylor Swift into an asset during a NATO meeting. He didn't play the clip from this 2019 international conference on cyber conflict to back up his claim. So I put Taylor Swift in here because she's, um, yeah, she's a fairly influential young person. I don't know if you've heard of her. I'm sure you bet this gal was one of her big fans. But the woman in the clip show indeed does not work for the Pentagon, as Fox's modern said. She was a researcher at John Hopkins at the time, and was giving a presentation about how influential people can combat misinformation online. Days after he made the allegation, a Pentagon spokesperson denied the claim, using Taylor Swift lyrics to respond, saying, quote, As for this conspiracy, we're going to shake it off. Swift endorsed Biden and... I mean, they wouldn't admit to it if they were doing it, though, would they, right? 2020 and encouraged her followers to register to vote. This is also being used by many online to inform their conspiracy theories about Taylor Swift. They see her relationship with Kansas City Chief Star Travis Kelsey and the media focus on their relationship as reason to believe she's being used as a psyop to rig the Super Bowl and influence Americans to vote for Joe Biden this November. Then this past Monday, former presidential candidate Vivek Ramaswamy wrote on X, quote, I will no, I'm just going to pause this for a sec because I want to read what Jack uh, Poso wrote in advance to Vivek responding to it. 
uh, it might be hard to see on the screen. So he says, thinking about when Taylor Swift called out the Soros family in 2019 for buying the rights to her music. We'll get to that in a little bit. And how then she came out super liberal in 2020. Keep in mind, she was completely quiet up until about 2019, 2020, when it came to political opinions, uh, which way she leaned, until Soros bought her entire catalog of music, which we'll get to another clip in a little bit. But Vivek over here responds, and I'll just let uh, the narrator uh, read it and play it. Well, I wonder who's going to win the Super Bowl next month. And I wonder if there's a major presidential endorsement coming from an artificially culturally propped up couple this fall. Okay, so that's that's one of them, and that wasn't as uh, damning as the one that I'm about to play you right now. So let me close this window. And so this is one uh, that was set together on Instagram. Yeah. Okay, so let's play this one. This guy, by the way, I don't know who he is. This is the Betty Show. I've never heard of Betty uh, Johnson. Um, he sounds a lot like Tucker Carlson, or he sounds like. He's trying to mimic the Tucker Carlson way of uh, speaking, but just listen to this one. This one's a little more damning. Um, that's T Swift Instagram and share and play. That political is how George Soros bought all of the rights to her music. This is real. My entire catalog was sold to Scooter Bonds Ethical Holdings in a deal that I'm told was funded by the Soros family, 23 Capital, and the Carlisle Group. Enter Operation Taylor. Travis Kelsey was not a big time celebrity. So suddenly, this dude, like I've never heard of, and you've probably never heard of, it becomes the face of Bud Light. A little strange choice, isn't it? This producer athlete became the face of Pfizer and the COVID-19 injection. Travis, did you know you can get this season's COVID-19 shot? 18% of voters say they're more likely to listen to him coming more likely to vote for Biden and goes by Taylor Swift. This published today from the New York Times. There's a programming Oh yeah. What's happening with Taylor Swift is not organic or natural. It's an up. We all feel it and we all know it. All right. So there's that. Now, why the hell would George Soros buy her entire catalog of music and why would she go and start to lean left after that happened overtly. Um, there's a tweet here that she put out. I've got it queued up on my screen. And this is from 2020, May 29, 2020. She says, after stoking the fires of white supremacy and racism, your entire presidency, you guys decide whether or not Trump was that guy or not, you have the nerve to feign moral superiority before threatening violence. When the looting starts, the shooting starts. We will vote you out in November. And then she tagged at real Donald Trump. Again, very quiet about her opinions prior to that, uh, to that 2019 date when uh, the Soros family bought her entire catalog. So here's what popped up from my researcher. I'm just going to go down these over here on my other screen. Um, it's kind of all over the place, but quick, quick bio. So... I mean, okay, so let's start with Travis, right? Uh, born October 5th, 1989. They're about the same age, by the way. She's uh, also an 89 baby, but December 13th. Apparently, he's an excellent tight end. Biggest controversy uh, that could be found on Travis really was uh, dorky tweets about him feeding the squirrel bread. Yes, believe it or not, they made a big stink about that. Or loving IHOP. 
These were true tweets that he tried to delete or remove from the history. And he also talked about breeder, which I mentioned earlier, looking for mother stock. So, I mean, we'll get to whether or not Taylor Swift's good mother stock in a moment when we get to the red flags. Um, but the feminist hated the whole breeder conversation. Uh, he took the knee in 2017 during national anthems. Uh, that was just the one time that I was able to find that it apparently happened more than that, but that's just. You know, the one image that was uh, captured. You guys know what was going on, you know, in those days. Um, it was all protest against uh, Donald Trump and his presidency. Um, and they, you know, they cooked up all kinds of ideas about him being all kinds of phobics and isms. And, um, you know, there were athletes that were taken. And you've got this uh, dude, Travis Kelsey, who's clearly white. He's, he, he, he's not white, woke. Um, he, he's, he's, he's woke to the sense that he took on sponsorship and marketing money from Bud Light and Pfizer uh, for the back sponsor deals, which you saw the commercials on earlier. Uh, if you aren't familiar and have been sitting in Iraq, Bud Light was the, was the company that in a recent past had hired um, trans influencer Dylan Mulvaney, um, who's walking around calling himself a girl, uh, but he still calls himself Dylan. Um, anyway. Bud Light took him on, and that was a colossal train wreck. They lost a whole shit ton of market share. Um, their target demographic stopped buying the beer. And I guess they tried to correct that by paying uh, Travis Kelsey a whole ton of money um, to be their spokesperson. And also, you know, uh, Pfizer did the same thing to encourage people to go get the experimental jet. His net worth is $30 million. So let's go to Taylor's, which is... Uh, a lot more colorful. Uh, let's do her net worth first. So she's worth $1.1 billion. Uh, that is a significant, a massive amount of money, more than what Kelsey's worth. Uh, to put that in perspective, Travis Kelsey is worth only 2.7% of uh, Taylor Swift's net worth. It's a very, very small amount. Um, when it comes to the notion of women and men and airline over the long term, it's been said many, many times that Women are have a strong preference to mate across and up on the socioeconomic scale. In this case, uh, Travis would be uh, down in the socioeconomic scale, uh, which isn't a strong predictor of a good long-term relationship or marriage. But that being said, the chick's worth $1.1 billion. Uh, there's not a lot of available guys in that space um, that she's going to be interested in dating. Because, of course, she's got to manage the optics of you know, who she's dating because she's a performer. She's a musician. Uh, her, all of the guys from her past are, quote-unquote, famous um, and noteworthy and generally around her age. In some cases, a little bit younger. She's dating younger as well. Um, but it's unlikely that she's worth $1.1 billion. It's also 34 uh, is going to take on a 50-year-old 50, you know, 50 guy, right? That's not in her character or based on her past character. And again, you know, the best predictor of somebody's future is going to be their past behavior. So that's what I'm looking at here. Born uh, December 13, 89, written songs professionally at age 14, 200 million records sold, highest grossing female touring act ever, uh, most streamed woman on Spotify and Apple Music, Forbes World's 100 Most Powerful Women, uh, Swift is a philanthropist and an advocate for artists' rights and women's empowerment, including uh, abortion rights. Um, she's on t 
favorable terms with most of her exes, with the exception of Taylor Latner, who she had back in 2009, who apparently she's still friends with. Didn't see anything about her and him connecting very often publicly. Maybe it happens, maybe it doesn't. Um, albums, I'm not going to read them. Boring as shit. Um, there's a whole bunch of them. There's 14 here. Uh, she's been putting out albums since 2006. Started out as a country music uh, performer. Uh, NFL draft, Travis at sea. Does he catch and touch down both ways? Whatever, you know, you can get that off of Wikipedia. Um, President Biden's re-election team apparently was seeking Swift's endorsement in 2020. And the way that she's setting up for this election cycle, it looks like that the team's already working on that right now. Um, the Super Bowl is more important than anything political as it stands. So um, any opinions she has right now are, are going to be sidelined with the importance of the Super Bowl. It's probably, it's, it's got to be the most watched event on TV on a yearly basis in the United States. Um, so you can expect snippets of her to show up. I don't know if she's performing. I don't know if they've announced who's performing. Um, but there's going to be lots of scenes of her popping up. Expect, so this is a prediction. I'm just predicting this. I'm not saying it's happened. But I think if you watch the Super Bowl, I'm not interested. You'll probably see lots of highlights. You know, the camera swinging. Oh, there's Taylor in the stands. There's Taylor, you know, cheering on Travis. Oh, here's Taylor again. You know, sort of thing. Um, so expect that. Uh, we talked about her September uh, tweet, or sorry, her Instagram post, uh, encouraging at that time 272 million followers to register and vote. Uh, that post led to more than 35,000 new registrations on the nonpartisan nonprofitvote.org site. Uh, six in ten U.S. adults called themselves at least a casual fan of the singer, with eight percent saying the raving fans. Uh, pop culture, people identify with this stuff, they pay attention to it, and it's what moves politics now, it's attention and identity. Um, this is a professor at Montclair State University whose research includes the intersection of politics and pop culture. I don't think there's any question as to whether or not the influential person that makes overt statements to a captive audience can sway opinion. People are sheep. We saw what happened during the scandemic several years ago. They say jump. The vast majority of people said how, how high. This is stand on dots, no problem. Wear two masks, how about three? Take two jabs, how about four? You know, sort of thing. Um, people, people like a ruler. They like to be led. Um, so in the absence of leading themselves, which most people don't, they're going to turn to pop culture. And in this case, she's a very, very, very influential person. Um, they began dating in 2023. Uh, viewership of NFL games apparently has been uh, significantly impacted. Unprecedented viewership and ticket sales and merchandise sales records. So apparently, that's interesting. So the Chief Chicago Bears game drew the most television viewers of the weekend. Um, so she's had a strong impact on pumping up the numbers of the NFL. Interesting. Uh, speculations owned by Soros. We talked about that. Uh, people think she's destroyed the NFL. Guys hate it. Sports fans. Fans of masculine pursuits hate it when women sort of like slide in and try to derail what it's all about, like what the game might be about. Because if the game's about watching 
players uh, get the pigskin, get out to the uh, yard line at the end and win the game. And they're distracted by some blondie in you know, the stands, three uh, cats <laughs> in the stands cheering on her boyfriend. But I can see why they're getting upset, right? Um, let's see here. Kelly Berrien with the Chiefs. Major pro truck broadcast person, I said. The NFL is totally rigged for the Kansas City Chiefs. I mean, you could rig things like boxing matches. You know, guys can take dives. I don't know that you can rig a multiplayer game, although I'm not going to put it past anything. Um, if we're going to predict a win here, let's, let's just put the money on uh, uh, Kelsey's team. Um, Anyway, Casey Wynn goes to Super Bowl, so it comes out as halftime show and endorses Joe Biden with Kelsey at midfield. This is a prediction from Mike Crispy, whoever that is. Um, talks about her famous tweet from May of 2020. Smoke in the fires, white supremacy around the time of murder of George Floyd, promising we will vote you out in November. Can we cover that part? So let's get to the um, red flag part because. There's not significant controversy with the exception of the stuff that we've seen here. And it's surface level stuff. So, Kelsey's known to have one, two, three, four long term relationships. Uh, Maya, Banbury, Kayla, Nicole, uh, Zuri, Hall, Zuri Hollis, and of course Taylor Swift being the fourth. So, not a lot of notches um, overly stated. Uh, to the public based on his dating history. Taylor Swift is another story. So um, the two red flags, and guys, if you're new to the channel, let me give you the, um, the ticker for the, um, where is my ticker? Request now. There it is. You can get it below. EntrepreneursandCars.com forward slash red dash, flag, red dash flags. If you haven't read my book, The Unplugged Alpha, is it seen over my shelf over here? You can get the chapter for free. Uh, the two red flags that she definitely ticks off, and one of them is not a good one. Um, she's obviously number two, feminist. Um, she leans left. She supports abortion rights. She's big into the uh, alphabet community. Fine. Um, not the kind of gal, in my opinion, that you'd want to choose as a breeder, as Travis Kelsey put it. Um, I don't think you're not a good choice, Travis. Um, but the, the worst part is when you get into her past relationships. Uh, I think on my tweet, it was counted at about 13 or 14 exes, so ex-boyfriends. Keep in mind, she's 34. Um, the number's actually higher. Uh, so it's 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17 that we know of. So we've got Joe, Jonas, Lucas Tell, Taylor, Lautner, John Mayer, Corey Monteith, Jake Gyllenhaal, Adam Young, yeah, Jake Gyllenhaal, the actor, Adam Young, Court Overstreet. Apparently a lot of her songs are written about him. Uh, Adam Young, Court Overstreet, Eddie Redmayne. Zach Efron, Connor Kennedy, Harry Styles, Calvin Harris, Tom Hiddleston, Joe Alwyn, uh, Maddie Healy, and currently Travis uh, Kelsey. And as you guys know, I've talked about this many times. Um, women, you know, when they're counting notches, generally only remember like the long-term relationships, the guys that, you know, they, that they really liked. 
they forget about friends with benefits, what happened in Vegas, stays in Vegas, what happens in Ibiza, stays in Ibiza, what happened wherever at the bachelorette party, um, one night stands, and all the other, you know, low-key stuff are generally forgotten about. So it's been said, you can take it for what it's worth, you can easily double or triple that number. Um, so for argument's sake, you can take 17, you're well into the 30s now, um, plus. So is that good another stock, or greater stock, as Travis Kelsey likes to call it? I'm going to go with no, Your Honor. Um, it's not. We know that a woman that shared her body with a lot of men does not make a good wife, does not make good wife stock. Um, the probability of divorce increases dramatically from virginity. I think they only collected the data up to about 12, and after 12, they just stopped because it was kind of pointless. Like after 12 partners, she's basically wrecked for life. Um, the chance that you have a, a successful long-term marriage go down to the toilet very strongly. Um, so as a, as a breeder, as Travis Kelsey would like to call it from his podcast and the overt statements that he made on social media, uh, not a good pick. She's also feminist. So those two things alone would, in my estimation, make her a poor choice. Setting aside the fact that her mom is very large and she's bound to follow in those footsteps as she gets older. Um, that's my take on it. Guys, I don't have any other red meat that my researcher could pull up on this. Um, we talked about her empowering lyrics. Um, she talks a lot about her exes in her lyrics, which leads me to believe, okay, so we can talk about being alpha widowed. Um, she's not necessarily keeping good from her past around, but she's holding a place in her singing about it so so much like every time she goes on tour and like i've seen videos of travis kelty kelty kelsey in the stands watching one of her performances yay go go babe this looks so good and you know you see a video he might really enjoy himself only she's singing songs about exes to travis in front of you know tens of thousands of people in the stadium so you take it for what it's worth, man, but to me that looks like an alpha widow. Um, to, to go to the effort to write so many songs about guys that you were with in the past, which you no longer have a good relationship with, you've got a very distant, I mean, on one hand, you don't want a chick that's got bad relationships with every single guy that she's been with, and on the other hand, you don't want her being strongly connected with every single guy that she's been with. This shit's weird. This is the kind of problems where, you know, guys run into, oh, well, you know, he's just a friend. And again, I'll say it one more time, nobody fucks more husbands, or sorry, nobody fucks more wives and girlfriends than he's just a friend. So there's that. The middle ground is where you want a chick. You want indifference. You don't want a high-notch count. You don't want her having terrible relationships with them all. You don't want her having strong relationships with them all. You want indifference. I don't care. I don't talk to him anymore. How do you feel about it? I don't even think about it. That's it. That's 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 a good place to be. Um, so I think on the opposite end of the spectrum, hating so many guys and then singing so many songs about all of these guys. And, you know, keep in mind the common denominator here is a lot of guys who like to point out is her making bad choices from one guy to another. Um, I mean, if she can't choose the right man, then why is she in a position of influence to? tell others to choose the right man for president. You see what I'm saying here, right? Like, she sucks at choosing men 17 times. Those are just the ones that we know about. Um, but 
she's going to endorse the presidency, but she's going to tell her 300 million followers. That's literally almost the entire population of the United States. I'm assuming most of her followers are in the United States, um, the vast majority of them anyway. Um, she's she's going to tell them which man to pick for the lady that writes songs about men that she doesn't have a good uh, past with. Um, so somebody said uh, on social media to me the other day, uh, Travis is going to get his heart broken either way, either by um, Taylor Swift or by his jabs. So we'll see what that looks like at the end of the day. Um, let me go to the chat here and see if we got any super chats to address. The link to call is pinned at the top of the YouTube channel. It says call in link. It's a streamyard link, so you guys can call in and ask whatever questions you want. Um, let me see what we got here real quick. Uh, closer to conduct herself like she's 14. I mean, she's 34. Uh, you can see why so many of the woke progressive women like her, right? She's strong, she's independent. Um, it's interesting because when you look at a lot of the social media stuff, uh, a lot of guys find her, I don't really find her unattractive, but they make disparaging statements about her calling her average or unattractive, which I think is weird because I think she's objectively an attractive woman. Um, looking at her mom, though, it's just like, uh, you know, short-term, not long-term, though. Um, let me see what we got here. I ain't the herb, says no NFL player should settle for a 34-year-old childless career. I mean, you want a childless woman? As a guy, if you're looking for a breeder, you don't want a woman with children, for sure. So that's a mistake. I don't agree with that. Uh, with a long public list of boyfriends, she's no breeder. I, I agree with that. She's got a very long public list, and that's just the list of the boyfriends. That is not inclusive of anything in between the boyfriends. She's got a long sequence. Um, I mean, again, she's 34. There were 17. So that's an average of more than one per year of boyfriends not inclusive of the fillers, you know, stuff in between the boyfriends. Um, no question in my mind, uh, she's not a good breeder sucking. I mean, is she really going to, uh, you know, abandon her career to be a stay-at-home mom and raise children? I don't think so. I mean, she might want kids, but she strikes me as a kind of boss girl, you know, the left leader that's probably going to take you know, a few weeks off, pop out the baby and hire a nanny, and the nanny does all the work, and she goes back to uh, singing and touring and dancing and shaking. Um, so, I mean, breeder stock, mother stock, definitely not breeder stock. I mean, like I said, mommy's jeans looking fair from my angle. You guys tell me what you think. Um, NFL player. Well, you just see something first day Chiefs. Guys, again, the, the call in link is at the top. The streamer link is there. So if you got a question, um, anything you want to challenge me on, hit that. Let's go. Uh, yeah, here we go. So this is like the mid. Uh, don't let her fame fool you. Uh, she's mid. She, she's objectively, in my opinion, an attractive woman. It's not going to last long based on her mom, though. Um, but, yeah, I mean, whatever. You know, everybody's got their, uh, got their views. Um, Marjorie Green, okay. Yeah. All right, so that's it for the um, Super Chats. Um, my dudes, if you have a question, hit the call link. 
let's chalk it up. Um, if you have an objection or anything that you want to challenge me on, and your better solution, let's chop it up. Let's see what you got. Happy to talk about anything. It's open Q&A at this point. Again, the um, StreamYard link is only on YouTube, so head over to YouTube if you're watching elsewhere. And make sure you subscribe there. Let's just run this ad reel. We'll come back and see what we got for Q&A. This episode is brought to you by the Unplugged Alpha Supplements and Brownback Soap Company. Brothers, if you're like me and you take what you put in your body seriously, you'll want to use the Unplugged Alpha Supplements. An obsession with absorption is what sets this line apart from the others. You want to make sure that you absorb as much of the supplements as possible so you don't end up peeing out expensive urine. My supplement line is made in the United States for the highest quality domestic ingredients. And unlike cheaper supplements from China and plastic bottles, Mind ship and dark glass bottles to keep your supplements fresher, longer, and won't seep endocrine disrupting plastics into your supplements. Nothing is a hard tablet, everything is in an easily digestible, bioavailable capsule. You can filter all products by various categories, including testosterone support, estrogen metabolism, fat burning, immune health, sleep support, and performance. Visit theunpluggedalpha.com forward slash shop and use the subscribe and save option to get 10% off your supplement orders, or use coupon code ALPHA10 for 10% off a one-time order to try it out. And I use Tactical Soap and God of War beard oil every day. Tactical Soap is a handmade product made in the United States from ingredients you can actually pronounce, not conventional endocrine-lowering toiletry chemicals. Both the soap and the beard oils are infused with bioidentical pheromones that are designed by clinical psychologists and pheromone experts to maximize attractiveness, to the opposite sex. Go visit coopersoap.com and get 10% off your order today. Guys, check out my website at richcooper.ca for more information on booking me for coaching, my community, my courses, and a whole bunch more. You can also find all the useful links pinned below in the top YouTube comment of all my videos. Now let's get on with the show. So I'm just looking at the chat here as that was running. And um, Apparently, Kelsey received $20 million from Pfizer to do a COVID stab commercial. Let me just do a real quick check on that. I pay for that. That's the first thing that pops up. Pfizer promotion, Kansas City Star stated who made a massive $20 million. So of the $30 million net worth that he is worth, uh, the vast majority of the two-thirds came from sponsorship from Pfizer. Isn't that interesting? Um, so a tiny portion has come from playing the sport that he's known for. Yeah. Yeah. That's, he's, he's a tool. He's a tool. He's a tool of the matrix. Um, he's an accessory, there's no doubt about it. He's a, he's a talented athlete, but he's also an accessory. And um, from what I've seen from him with the stuff that he's done, taking the knee, endorsing Bud like, you know, Pfizer, um, he's definitely woke, which you can see why he's aligned with the, uh, the Swifties. Um, so there's that, right? What are you going to do? All right, uh, let's see what we got here. Got Wahlberger. See what he's got for us. What's up, man? Hey, Rich. Doing well. How are you? Good, good. Good. Yeah, Travis Kelsey receiving $20 million from Pfizer is a ridiculous amount of money, and he's a huge utter sellout. And uh, yes. I mean, see, I didn't get paid, though, for stuff like that, isn't it? Uh, no. 
it's not a normal endorsement. It's twenty billion. It is more than all his other endorsements combined. So okay, so let's check what the right one uh, was. How much did Travis? Yeah, it goes right to Pfizer. Let's go to Bud Light. What do you think it was? I'm not sure what it is, but I know that the 20 million for all other endorsements that he has. The Dumper's company, 113 billion, uh, recently featured Travis Kelsey. Now they're paying 113 million, saying that's the value of it in 2023. Oh, this is when they hired him. This is when they hired him. They're sitting on some fat stacks of cash. $113 million, and I'm like, yeah, we'll throw some money at this guy to be disclosed how much they paid him at that time. 15 second ad. But, like, now they didn't say how much they paid him. It's not yeah, disclosed. I think, like, the rest of his, you have to confirm this, but the rest of his endorsements might come to a total of $10 million. And well, it's worth 30. Most of the money he's getting is from his handlers. Then. The handlers are pulling the strings and telling him what to say. Yeah, I mean, and uh, that's for a particular jab commercial. Five million per year in off-field earnings is what he gets. That's not a lot. No. That's really not a lot for a, for a world-class athlete. No, it's not. I had um, Oh, man. I had Mike Piazza at my event two weeks ago in Toronto. And he's a catcher for New York. Um, I think he was a Hall of Famer two times. Yes, and his biggest contract, he was telling us, was $91 million. That was for one contract. There was others prior to that and, and others after that. But baseball players get paid a heck of a lot more than $5 million a year. That's insane. Yeah. That's the whole draws more eyeballs than anything else. You're Canadian, though, so do you know the number of them? It does. It absolutely does. It's, it's a massive viewing effort. And what we have to remember is that it's 2024 this election year. And there's going to be so much confusion thrown out there culturally to, to uh, change whatever vote goes, particularly on the Democratic side. And Taylor Swift is no, there's no bigger influencer on that. Do you think that um, he is being used to influence votes from NFL watchers? Oh, 100%. I mean, the business side is going to work for the NFL, certainly, but culturally it's going to create massive impact. All of those eyes on the NFL, all of the women who are going to be watching that, and all of the liberal minds with that 2024 election coming in, how many women are going to be talking about vote for Biden over the uh, Super Bowl when that would never have occurred if she wasn't there? I mean, this is, there's going to be so much that's going to be tossed into this election that they're going to try and manipulate and change. I mean, look, uh, the federal government in the United States is actually suing Texas for not taking in immigrants because they want to increase the Democratic uh, voting pool. So if they're going to do that, this is a sure win. Why wouldn't they do this? It makes so much sense. $20 million to Travis Kelsey for an absolute utter sellout. This guy, his whole life is made to be an athlete. And this guy is going to take $20 million for an experimental jab pushing it. 
Well, that's that's the price of your health, twenty million dollars. Like I said earlier, he's going to have his heart broken either way, either from the job or from uh, Taylor Swift. Yeah, there's going to be so much. They're going to throw everything in the kitchen sink culturally, and people are trying to sway them to the Democratic side because they got a zombie walking around as a president right now. Yeah, well, you know, like I said, people love rulers, right? Absolutely. All right, thanks for coming in. Cheers. Okay. Um, guys, the comment link is at the top. It's 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 pretty obvious to me that um, there's going to be some strings pulled here. Um, as far as them together as a couple, he's he's probably good for her image. I don't know that she's great for his image as an athlete, and she's definitely not, as he, again, using his words, a breeder. Um, a breeder's going to bring you lots of kids. A breeder's going to bring you seven to ten kids. That's that's what a, a breeder would, would do. Uh, you know, the strong, independent women sort of avatar, the, you know, what were all the song names again? But, you know, close the window, uh, shake it off, it's your fault, uh, I didn't do anything wrong, uh, you know, show your breath, like, you know, versions of that, you know what I'm talking about. It's, it's reality, it's reality. All right, let's take the next call here, we got uh, Mark. Again, you guys, if you want to call in, uh, the stream here, link is at the top of the live chat on YouTube. Probably go for another 30, 40 minutes of call in, so let's see what you guys got for me tonight. Any, ask me any question. Mark, what's up, buddy? Yeah, I mean, you know, the 
yeah, you're a person, you know, you're a person of color, you're a person of uh, marginalized opinions, uh, sexual preferences, transition, whatever it happens to be. I think that'll probably be what she'll be. Uh, that's what her handlers will probably tell her to uh, go with. So I wouldn't be surprised if that's the storyline. Yeah, because she knows what she's been for the past. Every every woman in the audience, like if you watch these videos when she's performing and the camera zooms in onto the women in the audience, they do this all the time. Like they'll always find like a marginalized rape character, like some chick that's crippled in a wheelchair and she's singing and she's like banging on the lyrics and it's like you hurt me, you're an asshole, and I hate you, and women are oppressed. It, those obviously aren't the lyrics, but it's like, this is what she's getting into our stadium, you know, to essentially buy into. Um, it's, look, there's way better stories to tell out there. Uh, there are a bunch of shitty choices with men, but this is the icon that she is. You know what I'm saying? <laughs>
All right, so anybody else that wants to uh, pop in, ask a question, share some experience or some feedback, the StreamYard link is pinned at the top of the live chat. Uh, hit it and let's uh, chop it out. Uh, let me go to the chat over here real quick and see if we've missed anything. Right in the wave. Yeah. Anyway, I'll, I'll, um, you know, I'll throw my, you know, my prediction out. I think it's going to be a Kelsey win. I don't even care about the team at this point. I think it's going to be Kelsey win with a lot of coverage of uh, Swifty up in the, uh, the stands participating, partying, dancing, and uh, drawing in eyeballs. That's what she does. Um, It'll be interesting to see on social media uh, and her Instagram because again, this is a very important component. Like this is a key component when it comes to social media. Is watch how women use it. Okay, um, if it's all her, 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 like leading up to and after that, there's no picture of them together. Um, then you should be asking some questions, right? Apple of her eye? Is he really? We'll, you know, I guess we'll find out. But. Uh, yeah, there's there's not a ton of red meat on the on the two aside from his wokeness and inability to again, great athlete, shouldn't make decisions whether the woman is a breeder. Um, and her biggest red flag again was her promiscuity, uh, uh, and still continues to be. It's it's not a good look. It's not a good choice, and it's definitely not what a uh, a man or a father uh, should choose as a quote unquote breeder. Make sure you check out the top pinned comment on YouTube 